It's time for the Fun Size Show! Welcome back to the Fun Size Show, your fun size bit of pop, the Fun Size Podcast. And today, we are joined by a super listener, actually, somebody who really digs the Fun Size Show. Please, sir, introduce yourself. My name is Greg Chittister from uh, Carmichael, California. Uh-huh. And you actually found us, I think, via Twitter, right? Yeah, I did. I had uh, I followed John Lamoureux and Michael Bagford, who have both been on the show, and they had kind of shared their show. So I took a listen, yeah, and I, I fell in love, I have to tell you. So I went, downloaded every show I could listen to, and I did really well on Mike's show and on uh, John's show, but since then, it's been pretty uh, slim as far as winning. I've uh, gone three for 21, so I don't expect to do much better today. Well, you're doing about as good as I am, to be honest with you. I mean, this is just a fun thing, and, you know, some people get really worried when they're ready to play, but it's it's just for fun. And, it, you know, it's right. weird. I, I think that people, when they're listening, they're out there going, oh, I, I already know, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while that, that happens. Cool. But you are somebody who donated to be here, and not only that, you share the show, which is fantastic, because that's the best way to let people know about the Fun Size Show or Pop, is to just click that share button. It's great to hit the like and the love and all that, but when you hit share, that turns a lot of people on to something very cool, right? Yep, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've gotten to know a few podcasts through people sharing uh, what they listen to. It's important, and for the most part, it, it is extremely cheap. I mean, you can't beat podcasting. It's tremendous entertainment for your, your uh, time, right? Yeah, that is true. We want to welcome you to our silly little game show here, America's Dumbest Game Show. And <laughs> what we do here is one of us picks a song and an artist, and the other has ten guesses and three questions to try to figure out who the mystery artist and song are. Are you ready to play? Gregory, please log in your mystery artist and song. Boop, boop, beep, beep, boop. It is locked and loaded. Locked. Stealing my line. Locked and loaded. Here we go. <laughs> All righty. Let's cue that intense bass thinking music. Question number one. Is this a band, duo, or solo performer it is a band so it's a band what decade would you say this band rose to prominence the 80s definitely the 80s band from the 80s so i'm only thinking about this in terms of a band nobody you didn't mention anybody having a solo career or anything but we're right now we're kind this this single this song was done by a band in the 80s See, I've, I've yes. managed to deduce that much. So here we are. Question number three. What country is this band from? This band has dual citizenship. They're from America and England. America and England in the 80s. I would say Fleetwood Mac is eliminated since I see them more as 70s. Right. Um, as far as popularity. But they are by country. Yes. Hmm. 
was there a really big video for this song? I wouldn't say really big. I mean, it was notable for a certain reason, um, but it wasn't. It was all very small production done in a sound studio with very cheap props, a lot of neon. Um, wow. There was a video. It just, I can't say that it was remarkable. So, question number five What genre of music would you say this was? Definitely under the rock umbrella, but it's such a big umbrella that I'm going to say it's kind of rock with a little bit of uh, funk mixed in. Mm. That could be misleading. So, yeah, because it it could be anything. Yeah. Is this is? No, I'm not gonna. Uh... Is this song a cover? No. So this takes the uh, power station out of the equation, at least I think, unless you're going some like it hot. So I didn't ask that question, though. I just I just asked if it was a cover. So it could right. be some like it hot. And some sweat when the heat is on. That that is true. That is true. Is is this the power station? It is. Yes. Unbelievable. <laughs> you are playing with a master of disaster. You are the pod father for sure. <laughs> wow. Okay. So since it's not the cover, which was Bang a Gong, I, I think I've already guessed it. I'm going to say, you know, I, I should just to be a smart ass, I should pick another song. She's a murderer. No, it's not that. It's not that. That wasn't released as a single, but that's uh, true. That's yeah. true. I guess that's not a limitation on this show. But uh, take your best wildest guess. Well, I'm going to say some like it hot. Am I right? You are correct. Hey, we did it. <laughs> this is nice. this is one of my favorite songs from the '80s. Yeah, it's a great one. I'm trying to think of what tipped me off. Uh, the fact that it was made up of Yanks and Brits, right? Yeah, and I don't know if you remember the video. Both both video for Some Like It Hot and Bang a Gong were almost on this, probably done back to back in the same uh, studio. But um, well, when you've got cocaine to do, you don't have time <laughs> to uh, film videos all day. I was going to hope you were ask, ask questions about the front man. I was going to say his best dance move is straightening his tie. <laughs> hopefully would have thrown you towards the right band, but you were way ahead of the curve on this one. Yeah, and you know, this is this really is a super group. Yeah, for sure. At the time, Duran Duran were one of the biggest bands ever at that point, right? Yes. You, you had John Taylor on bass who is underrated, Andy Taylor on guitar. My God, I mean, everybody that loved guitar playing, just that all the bends and dives that he did, that was, and, and it was tastefully done as well, right? Yeah, it's done very much within the song, and um, it was really an outlet to let Andy explore a heavier sound for um, what he was capable of doing. So, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and of course, the great Tony Thompson on drums, just fantastic. And yep. and the whole thing produced by 
Bernard Edwards, also of Chic, and uh, the Tony and Bernard were from Chic, and just you know, who would have thought that that combination of Robert Palmer, two guys from Duran Duran, and two guys from Chic would make this incredibly cool hard funk thing? Yeah, it was. You're probably aware that Power Station was just kind of supposed to be a, a rotating lead singer, mm-hmm. and uh. They weren't Bernard and uh, Tony were not really uh, sure about Robert Palmer and John Taylor was friends with them and said, give this guy a shot. And they loved it. And then they just kept him. So and it really kicked his career up into another notch. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. It did. Because after this, he came back with uh, all of his big hits, right? Yep. Yeah, he I I have more albums than most when it comes to Robert Palmer. Mm-hmm. He had a slow, steady career, but it it really took off after the Power Station introduced him to a new audience, and then he came up with you know a lot of a string of great songs that were really radio friendly. Mm-hmm. I was always surprised that Duran Duran could take the time off to do this because they were going nonstop from the time that they started right, right. up to this point, and the two guys, uh, the keyboard player and the lead singer, started Arcadia. Yeah, yep. After after the fact that that power station was going, so they just decided that they would do something else. So they went with Arcadia. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a miracle they ever got back together because when that kind of thing happens, it usually throws a big wrench in the in the works. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, that is true. And Robert Palmer, I mean, you, you cannot dispute the power of his voice and. I too am a big fan of his. Just just fantastic singer. What what did you think of the video of this song? Um it was fine. At the time it was great. I mean, it's I don't love it. You know, it's very simplistic. It's just a, a small studio, just a lot of uh images flashing on the screen of the band and the the drawing on the album cover. And I can't remember the woman's name, but um but she was was she a trans not sure. That was the big controversy of it all. Of the model in the video? Yeah. Yes, yeah. the model. No one really knew the gender of the person in the right. video. Exactly. So that was quite the uh, the shakeup when it was uncovered. But yeah. It's not much of a deal anymore, but at the time it was. That was Carolyn Cossey, and her nickname was Tula. Yes, that is it. And... Uh, what freaked me out was when you saw her shaving her armpits. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. That's where I go. That's enough. That's enough. That's the one with Robert Palmer dressed as a Catholic priest. Yes, it's very odd. What's the deal with that? I have no idea. I don't know. And he's singing to a to a bald eagle statue of some yeah. sort. But yeah, it's just a lot of weird imagery in that one and but it seemed pretty simple. Yeah, and it's it's got a lot of fast, sped-up stuff in it. Yeah. I liked it. Well, without further ado or further don't, would you please introduce the song and artist? This is Some Like It Hot by The Power Station. Do it. 
Songwriters Barry John Joseph Palmer, Charlotte Thorpe, and Josephine Ellen D'Souza Ray. So that would be Robert Palmer, right? Mm-hmm. It's just an amazing track. I, I wonder how this would have worked on his solo albums. The song itself, I think it would have fit in just right. He, mm-hmm. was, he was actually accused of breaking free from Power Station to kind of because he got bigger right, name recognition at the time. Mm-hmm. to jumpstart his solo career. And he was accused of stealing the Power Station song, and he kind of uh, kind of bit back saying, you know, I gave them that sound. So I, I think the song works well in, in the catalog after the Power Station. He was really an artist who jumped all over genres in um, before the Power Station. So even on his really big follow-up album, Riptide? After the power station? Yeah, Riptide. Yeah. E- even that album has a lot of different sounds on it, a lot of different soundscapes and different styles yeah. of music. You, like the one, You Got It Through Your Head, I Love You, Now Get It Through Your Heart. That's a Sinatra-type song when you think about it. 
Yeah. As far as the stats on this one, the album, which is sometimes referred to as Power Station 33 and a third, that'll delight all the monkeys listeners out there, <laughs> which indicated the speed of a record turntable, and later on the compact disc issued a CD as a subtitle instead. The album cover graphics and color scheme, which were also used in the videos, were based on sketches by the bassist John Taylor. There were three singles that were released from this album. Two of them were major hits. The first, Some Like It Hot, this one, which reached number four on the UK singles charts and number six on the US Billboard Hot 100. And the second single, Bang A Gong, Get It On, went to 22 in the United Kingdom and nine in the United States. I'm surprised it only went to nine because that that song poured out of everyone's cars that summer. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Very popular. And it was, I liked it less than a lot of the songs on the album, but uh, yeah, that was very popular. Yeah. And while these songs were on the charts, they were competing against Duran Duran's single, A View to a Kill, which was an American number one. Communication, the third single off of this album, was not as successful, only reaching 34 in the United States. And there's also a collection of the three music videos called the Power Station Video EP, or you can just watch YouTube, right? Right, yeah. Now, I was heartbroken because I, I love this band and I love this lineup. And they were coming off of the reflex. And when you, you want to say like where the sound came from, Duran Duran's reflex is not far from the sound that you got on the Power Station. Plus, it, it also... The fact that uh, the guys from Sheik's, you know, B Bernard Edwards was the producer, right? Right. So, you know, there was some controversy about when when he took off and when Robert Palmer decided to record a solo album to take advantage of his sudden name recognition. This led to Palmer's departure from the band. Andy and future Power Station bass player Bernard Edwards all contributed to Palmer's highly successful 1985 solo album, Riptide. So, there you go. It's a great song. Yeah, it is. A, Why did you yeah. pick this one? It just came to my attention that Robert Palmer passed away. Uh, it'll be 15 years in September, which is this month. So I just kind of started pulling out his uh, albums and starting to listen to them. And um, then when this game kind of caught my uh, eye, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I want to definitely participate on this podcast. And I'm going to go with a Robert Palmer song. So. And that's why I chose it. Well, you picked a great one, that's for sure. Thank you. We want to thank you for being on Fun Size today. Did you have a fun size amount of fun? Yeah, it was uh, just about that size. Oh, good. <laughs> so, so which candy bar are you picking? Do I get a Do I get a pick a candy bar when I lost the game? Yeah, yeah, because you because uh, you, you picked such a great song. Awesome. I think I'll just go with the Snickers traditional yeah you can't you can't go wrong with the snickers all right well, we will see you on a future episode of the fun size show we want to thank you for playing and say see ya greg see ya greg <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was fun and that's our show the fun size show is part of the pop a pop culture podcast network a concept from the dumbass mind of the podfather, Ken Mills. Any samples of music or TV heard here remain the property of their owners. Opinions heard here belong to the people who express them and may not reflect the views of our staff. If you like something you heard, buy it today. And if you enjoy the show, like us on Facebook or Twitter 
and rate us on iTunes. Thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm your announcer, Christine Wolf, saying, remember to make every day fun-sized. There, that was romantic, right? Passionate, yeah. No, Brony, that was too little too late. Too little? You said it was a good size. When a girl says it's a good size, it's a nice way of saying that it's small. Hey!